everyone. Are we live? Are we live? Are we live? And we are officially live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. Super happy to be with you today. Appreciate you tuning into the program. We got a lot to cover today, so let's dive right in. By the way, I'm going to start off by saying I'm going to try not swearing so much, getting a little bit of feedback. You know, it's kind of just who I am, but I could do better. I could do better. We can all do better. So what are we getting into today? So I realized what this podcast really is. And I've been thinking about this. This podcast is really cracking the matrix. So what's going on, and I'm being serious, what's going on right now is all the mainstream outlets, the mainstream media, the government, the powers that be, WF, they're all in cahoots together to get this one world government. It's pretty obvious, right? Take away our freedoms and you know put us into climate centers, which are being built all across Canada and also the United States as well, where when the food cut, is cut off and the energy grid gives out in you know six to 12 months, uh, everyone's going to have to go. They're going to voluntarily go to these climate centers. I mean, look it up. It's very controversial in Canada right now, the climate centers. And they're going to voluntarily go to these centers that are gigantic, I heard, uh, because there's going to be food and, and power because your house won't have power unless you have money. So obviously this won't be for everyone, but for the middle class, it's going to be for everyone. And ultimately what I think we have done on this podcast and every prediction we have made has either come true or is currently pending to be proven true or false and is looking every single day more likely to be true. All of them. So I think I've deciphered the matrix. Okay. And the matrix is the world. I mean, kind of like the movie, right? What does it take? The red pill or the blue pill or something like that? Or is it the red pill, the orange pill, something like that? Like, do you, or do you, do you want to just go back and be like asleep and not remember anything? Or do you want to really know what's going on here? And the point of this podcast is if you really want to know what's going on, I am able to identify the propaganda, the storylines, the real truth before the mainstream media is covering it because they are intentionally not covering it because they don't want you to have time to protect yourself and your family. That's the whole point. And you probably know that by now. So let me give you an example. They, it's coming out now. Everyone's jumping shit from the CDC and they're already starting to plant the propaganda that, well, this, this part's not propaganda. It's coming out that the vaccines don't work. Okay. And they actually hurt you. And this has all been public record on the CDC site. So this isn't a secret. Just people were unwilling to do their due diligence for whatever reason, mass formation, psychosis, whatever. We could talk about that another time. And now it's unavoidable to see that either everyone's pretty much dropping dead. I mean, I have articles here of athletes. I mean, here, let me just read some of them. So in Alberta, the top killer is all of a sudden the number one top killer is ill-defined and unknown causes. 3,362, top 10 causes of death in 2021. Number two is dementia, which is 2,135. So it's over 1,200 more. All of a sudden, ill-defined and unknown causes is number one cause of death. Source, government of Alberta. I'm like, what? Okay, that's weird. And then we got Norway and Barcelona's Caroline Graham Hansen takes international break because of heart from bbc.com. Norway and Barcelona striker Caroline Graham Hansen has taken a break from international football age 27 because of heart problems and fatigue. Hansen suffered chest pains and a high heart rate while playing for Barcelona in November, missing part of last season as a result. 
Quote, after a year with heart problems and almost 50 matches, I still feel a fatigue that makes me choose to listen to my body. Hansen said, I need rest. I need to catch up. Totally normal. 27, heart. New York Post. Pro biker Rab Wardell dead at 37, two days after winning championship. So sad. Pro bike rider Rab Wardell died on Tuesday, just two days after he won the MTBXC championships in Scotland. He was 37. Scottish Cycling confirmed the news and stated there is little information at this time. Hmm, we need to protect you against cause unknown. But we can't look into it because it's so unknown that if we look into it, it might not be unknown. So we're just going to leave it unknown. Just watch out for the unknown virus. Quote, we ask that you respect Rab's family privacy at this incredibly sad time, the group said. Wardell's girlfriend, Olympic cycling medalist Katie Archibald, said Wardell went into cardiac arrest while the two were lying in bed together. She said, I still don't understand what ha what's happened. If this is real, why he'd be taken now so healthy and happy, Archibald shared on her verified Twitter account. He went into cardiac arrest while we were lying in bed. I tried and tried, and the paramedic arrived within minutes, but his heart stopped and they couldn't bring him back. Mine stopped with it. We are heartbroken for these people. It's unavoidable now that... The athletes are dropping dead when the football season starts. Who knows what's going to happen? I'm scared to death, like really scared to watch it. But we're probably going to see some heart attacks and people missing football games because of chest pain. So don't be surprised. But it's nice to see that there's people joining this fight with us. Like Michael Schellenberger is finally joining the fight. Just posted on August 23rd. He has an article on his Substack, michaelschellenberger.substack.com. Uh, Biden's war on natural gas will kill. Biden could save millions of lives that will be lost to hunger, cold temperatures, and pollution by simply expanding rather than representing natural, repressing natural gas production. Why doesn't he? I'll read a little bit about that in a little bit. But let me tell you about identifying this propaganda and, and really what we're really, really good at in this podcast and probably why you listen to it. Politico is planting the propaganda seed to blame the vaccine injuries and vaccine deaths on Trump. Now, is Trump partially responsible for this? Yes, absolutely. He's the one that's responsible for Operation Warp Speed. So, yeah, uh, of course, he is to blame for, 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 for some of this, for sure. But was he for forced inoculation, forced, injection, the forced injections, mandating it for children, even giving it to children? He was not. Okay, but he is partially responsible. But what happened was before it was rolled out, you'll remember a lot of video clips where Congress, you know, Democrats were like, you know, if this comes out of Trump, you know, we won't trust it. It's probably not. So they got those clips and they think you're fucking, excuse my language. They think you're stupid. Okay. And so what's going to happen is did they, after that, when it came out, they were like, you have to get it. We mandate everyone to get it. But what's going to happen soon is they're going to play the clips when we said, you shouldn't take it if it comes from Trump or this could be dangerous or I wouldn't trust it. They're going to play these clips like those later clips never occurred. And they think you're stupid that you can't remember what happened two years ago. And you're going to go, oh. And you're going to get the, you know, the Trump deranger syndrome, like Sam Harris right away and go, oh my God, you, you know, we got to, we got to kill Trump or Trump supporters. Oh my God, all this stuff. But that, but the truth is, is that yes, he's partially responsible, but he wasn't for forced inoculations. That was Biden and the current regime. Okay. And Politico just planted the seed. Why Trump isn't coming out and separating himself while everybody is literally leaving the CDC. They are leaving all these government institutions because there's a report coming out next week about how this was handled. And they're obviously getting ahead of themselves. But Trump is either too pig headed or whatever it might be. He's not 
removing himself from the situation. And so, listen, if he doesn't, by the time the report comes out, then he deserves to go down with the ship, period. Like, I don't care. Um, so Politico planted this story yesterday, if you missed it. Politico.com. Trump White House exerted pressure on FDA for COVID-19 emergency use authorizations, House report finds. Okay? And now let me read a little bit of this. And, and you got to really pay attention to the propaganda they are planting and then the story that will come in future weeks. It's pretty obvious to me, but maybe not, might not be obvious to you. So you'll see how they always preface like what well, here. I'll show you what I mean. Ready? The Trump this is the first sentence. The Trump administration pressured the food and drug administration, including former FDA commissioner, Stephen Hahn to authorize unproven treatments for COVID-19 and the first COVID-19 vaccines on an accelerated timeline, according to a report released Wednesday by Democrats on the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Crisis. So let's evaluate this sentence. So the Trump administration pressured, big word, pressured the FDA. We're not saying what's true and what's not true yet. Just pay attention. So Trump pressured, okay? So if they pressured the FDA to do something and that decision ended up being really bad and killing people or hurting people, Okay, it's a good word to use. How about this one? To authorize unproven treatments for COVID-19 and the first COVID-19 vaccines. Did you hear the current regime talk about these vaccines being unproven or 100% safe and effective, which we've talked about on previous podcasts, which is 100% safe and effective means they had a control they had an unvaccinated control group and a vaccinated control group. In the vaccinated control group, one person died. In the unvaccinated, two people died. So two is 100% more than one, which is a called a relative percentage. And then they tell the public it's 100% more safe and effective than not being vaccinated, which is true, two to one. But when you hear that without that clinical study, you think, oh, it's 100% safe and effective. There can't be side effects, right? They They toy with the statistics. So- to authorize unproven treatments. So now they're not proven all of a sudden. And then on the first COVID vaccines on an accelerated timeline. Okay. Here's the next sentence. Senior Trump administration officials fought for the reauthorization of hydrochlor uh, hydrochloroquine, a drug normally used to treat malaria and lupus, which by the way, a lot of people in Africa take hydrochloroquine because of malaria. And if you look at the statistics of people who've died from COVID in Africa, it's significantly less than the people that died in first world countries like the United States and Canada and England. It's just very interesting because they didn't accept the, the vaccines because they know what goes on there. And I talked about that in the last, po last podcast. They know about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They know about population control way more than we do. We jumped at taking this stuff, this experimental you know, gene therapy. They know because they've been attacked for so many decades now. They're like lab rats to the Bill and Bill Melinda Gates Foundation. It's disgusting. So after the FDA revoked its emergency clearance of the drug because data showed it was ineffective against COVID-19 and could lead to potentially dangerous side effects. So then it talks about how the Democrats' investigation also documents potential influence from former White House official regarding the FDA's decision to authorize, uh, authorize the jabs, the, the COVID-19 vaccines, in order to get the public before the 2020 presidential election, they're planting the seed 
So you're going to see in the coming weeks before the, um, cause this is all coming out. It's inevitable. Everyone sees people dropping dead. Everyone sees people dying. Alberta's leading cause of death is unknown. Okay. Like that's totally normal. And so it's no secret. They have to get ahead of it. And speaking about this, um, since we've been barred from YouTube, I don't know how important it is to share my screen, although you can watch this on Spotify, which is cool. Um, you can literally read part of their game plan and I'm going to get into it, which is if you go to the website, like I'm not a wizard or a genie or anything. I just read their own documents. This is all public. You just need to get around the censorship. There's a website called centerforhealthsecurity.org. And they have a document that you may or may not know about that's called SPARS Pandemic Scenario that came out before the pandemic. And this document is 89 pages of exactly what has played out since COVID. Exactly. And I'm on chapter 17 that is called Vaccine Injury. And they play these like storylines and then how they can accept, like how they can um, address it. Like, for example, in contrast, these are fake names. To Alyssa Karparit's story, not all changes in opinion were in favor of public health messaging. As time passed and more people across the United States were vaccinated, claims of adverse side effects began to emerge. Several parents claimed that their children were experiencing neurological symptoms similar to those seen among livestock exposed to the GMI vaccine. By May 2027, this is a gameplay. You could just remove 2027. It's called... Uh, so it's the, it's called the SPARS pandemic 2025 to 2028, but it's really just changed the 2025 to 2020 and 2028 to 2023. So 2027 parental anxiety around this claim had intensified to the point of lawsuits that month, a group of parents whose children develop mental retardation as a result of something in the wake of Corovax vaccination sued the federal government demanding the removal of the liability shield protecting the pharmaceutical companies responsible for developing and manufacturing Corovax. So this whole SPARS pandemic was a simulation of a breakout of a novel, this, these are their words, of a novel coronavirus into the world. And then that we would come up with a vaccine and then what would happen when everyone gets vaccinated and then when vaccine injuries started to show and people found out that the big pharma was actually fully uh, protected because the government shielded them from any liability reading, which will go into the next sentence, which is quote, the growing plaintiff cohort quickly withdrew their suit upon learning that the national vaccine injury compensation trust fund and an emergency appropriation of funds authorized by Congress under the prep act existed to provide financial reimbursement to those who were adversely affected by the Corovax vaccine in order to cover healthcare costs and other related expenses. Given the positive reaction to the federal government's response and the fact that the majority of U.S. citizens willing to be vaccinated had already been immunized, the negative publicity surrounding adverse reaction had little effect on nationwide vaccination rates. The focus on adverse side effects, however, resulted in, con in a considerable increase in the number of compensation claims filed, and many grew concerned about the long-term effects that Corovax could have on their health. This concern was particularly high among some African-American parents who continued to question the government's motives regarding Corovax vaccination campaign. So this is the part that we're at right now in their, in their playbook, basically page 68 of 89. And I can go on and on saying while the FDA, CDC, and other agencies were busy researching possible connections between Corovax and the reported neurological side effects, their efforts were continually undermined by epi 
epidemiological analysis produced by various non-governmental individuals and groups. And then they talk about how a popular science blogger, EpiGirl, for example, began posting interactive maps of the incidence of Corovac side effects in April 2027. To create the maps, EpiGirl collected antidotes of adverse Corovac side effects using Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and combined them with data downloaded from the HHS Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, also known as VAERS, a national vaccine safety surveillance program maintained by the CDC and FDA. So they talk about what's going to happen when someone like EpiGirl, who's a fictitious character, oh, which they go on and say, EpiGirl also encouraged those among her subscribers who were Apple product users to share health data with her via Apple, Apple's research kit and health kit applications. EpiGirl's maps were consequently shared widely. Consequently? Really? Consequently to share the truth? Huh. Seems like an agenda. Consequently shared widely in social media circles and even included in local and national news reports. So then it goes on to say how the federal government became concerned about the validity of EpiGirl, EpiGirl's anecdotal data and basically how they're going to censor her and prevent that data from being exposed to the masses, which would cause an uproar and potential, honestly, perhaps like a revolution, given that like what, 65% of the American population is vaccinated and then find out, oh my God, these actually don't do anything to help you. In fact, Pretty much everyone I know who's been vaccinated has gotten COVID, almost everyone, and unvaccinated is kind of like a flip of a coin. So I don't know if it gives you COVID or not, but it's gene therapy, which is no secret anymore. We all know this. Tucker Carlson did a really, really good uh, uh, a really good monologue on the side effects recently that are emerging from very credible journalists, The Lancet, and many other ones, because no one else is covering it. In fact, Tucker Carlson is probably the only person in the media that's actually trying to tell the truth right now, which is really impressive. But you're seeing these stories all over the place, and they're very hard to censor now when the person who literally wins the pro biker, Rad Wardell, who dies two days after winning at age 37 from heart issues, and then the Norway soccer player, Graham Hansen, uh, semi-retiring because of chest pains and high heart rates. Then you got Alberta's deaths with unknown causes, now Alberta's top killer. You know, it, it doesn't stop there. And then you have a great uh, substack, the dossier by Jordan Schachtel, who I've been following pretty well, pretty uh, religiously recently. And he, he has a recent article of no gene juice for you. CDC says unvax won't be eligible for updated Omicron boosters. So the, the boosters are really being proven that it totally wipes away your immune system. So the booster is a that's a major step from the first two. So each one's a pretty big step to give you a higher likelihood of getting more sick and having these side effects. But going from the two to that third one, that booster, and they're, by the way, the boosters that are coming out in the fall are almost, are almost double the dose, for Moderna at least, double the dose of what the, uh, the first two shots were. So you may still think they're trying to help you, but the real truth is, and I'm sure you're catching on now, they're trying to kill you, okay? They're trying to kill you. So just be careful. Just do your own research, okay? So he, he says, not that any mRNA holdouts are thinking about getting the shots at this point in the pandemic game, but it's fascinating to observe the CDC's half-baked attempt to deploy expired shots into the arms of the general public, acting as the de facto public marketing arm for big pharma mRNA liquidation sales drive. And he actually just had a tweet, and we're going to address it in real time because that's how we do on this show is they actually are approving these boosters 
without clinical trials on humans. I'm serious. I know it sounds crazy. It was only on mice. There's no, it has not been tested. So, and it's a it's a New York Times article. It's a New York Times article. So, there's so many whistleblowers too. They're even reaching out to me. So I appreciate all of you. Um, let's see if he, he's got great tweets. Fantastic, fantastic tweets. So, um, the one I just read about Hanson takes international break because of heart. He's like, this is happening on a daily basis. 27 year old elite athlete heart problems very normal. Not normal, obviously. Another elite athlete randomly went to cardiac arrest and tragically passed away. And then he has a great one that I put on my Instagram. He goes, the matrix is glitching. And the matrix does glitch on Twitter when you see what's trending. Because before they censor it, if it gets too big, too fast, they can't censor it. And so some people see the truth. And we try and catch those glitches in real time. And what he caught was the top story was Lakers set to acquire Patrick Beverly and trade with the Jazz. ESPN reports number two, myocarditis which is a permanent heart, enlarged, uh, inflamed heart. Permanent. Totally permanent. And then in other news, no, Novak Djokovic isn't allowed to play in the U.S. Open, who has the opportunity to be one of the best, if not the best tennis player of all time. And even though we're proving that these gene therapies are more likely to hurt you than help you, he still can't come play. His tweet was, sadly, I will not be able to travel to New York this time for U.S. Open. Thank you, NoFam, for your messages of love and support. Good luck to my fellow players. I'll keep in good shape and positive spirit and wait for an opportunity to compete again. See you soon, tennis world. We should be ashamed in America of that. Absolutely in sh ashamed. Ashamed. Um, I'm trying to find the New York Times article that, uh, that he did post, which is, uh, oh, here it is. Here we go. So New York Times. Biden administration plans for new booster campaign uh, soon after Labor Day. And in that, the Biden admin, quote, the Biden admin to greenlight new mRNA shots without human trials, relying on mouse experiments. Go look it up yourself on the New York Times. This is what's really happening. You got to catch on to what's going on. Now, in my opinion, we are under attack by the global elites and the CCP combined, you know, to take down the freedom in the United States. And they're having people voluntarily take these shots to pretty much get hurt or die to so people voluntarily put themselves in climate centers where they are controlled, putting themselves into camps, essentially what's happening. Um, in fact, I want to see if I could pull this up in real time because Canada's getting a lot of bag, uh, um, a lot of backlash for it. Um, let's see. Climate centers in Canada. They're also, Canada's waking up more than, than America because of the, uh, they're trying to implement the digital ID. And I think people are realizing that's exactly what they're trying to do. Um, so Canada. Oh, and they're banning. And if you didn't see, by the way, I believe it was in Pennsylvania, you have an Amish, uh, farmer in the u.s who does everything organically without fertilizer they're trying to put fines of him of three hundred thousand plus uh to take them out because they want to control the food they want to control the energy and they ultimately want to control you that's what's happening here and that's why you're not even hearing even a little bit of how massive the protests are across the world with the dutch farmers with the with the Canadian farmers, the Canadian truck drivers, the American truck drivers, all across Australia, these protests in India, in India, you have millions. They they know what's up in India. 
They know they're holding signs like arrest Bill Gates, get Bill Gates. They know that's all probably because of Adana Shiva, who's doing a great job. She's an activist. She has a PhD, super, super smart. Uh, she's all about like farmland and protecting the food and, and the land for the people. These, those millions of people in India, millions that are congregating, asking for Bill Gates' arrest, you know, get them out of the country, stop the shots, which is also trending on Twitter all the time now. And to just leave them alone and let them live. These are massive protests, and you're not hearing a beep about it. Nothing. That's intentional. That's intentional. Okay? Whether you like someone like Andrew Tate or not, the reason he's censored is because he has the ability to rile up a group of men, and when totalitarian regimes are trying to take over, men are the worst things that you can have because men, historically, are the ones that fight back, are the ones that prevent it, are the ones that literally go to war against it. They don't want you to congregate. Just like in New York City, you have Mayor Adams telling police officers no longer congregate in public. You should be going. He said you should be like searching the streets and the, the train platforms alone. And then one of the cops went to the train platforms alone and got assaulted because he didn't have backup there. He got totally assaulted. He goes, OK, we should, probably shouldn't do this. I mean, this is the new world order. I mean, we're we're in it. This is no secret. And, you know, the, the energy is being cut off by design and they're all interconnected. The the um, the vaccines to hurt people, uh, uh, take cutting off your energy, which is currently in the process, which takes me to Michael Schellen, uh, Schellenberger, who is a expert in this. In fact, he is best-selling author of apocalypse, apocalypse never in San Francisco time magazine, hero of environment, green book award winner, founder, environmentalist progress Forbes. And he also ran for governor of California. Let me read the beginning of his Substack before it gets blocked off, which is, and you're going to hear what I'm going to read now. You're like, oh my God, I already heard this on the Jonathan Cogan show because you have, because we figured out the matrix on here. So we're just trying to spread it to everyone because there's no other place to get the real news except a handful of other outlets. And you know who those are over the next several years. I'm quoting millions of people will die from hunger related diseases. He's an expert in this. Okay. An expert. He was on Joe Rogan. He's very well known. Millions of people will die. He flew out. Sorry to keep getting distracted, but he flew out to the Netherlands to see what's going on. And then recently came back and posted this article after he realized what we knew all along. Quote, over the next several years, millions of people will die from hunger related diseases, cold temperatures and air pollution as a direct result of natural gas shortages. All of those deaths have been going down over the last several decades. But shortages of natural gas, gas-derived fertilizers, and electricity will result in a reversal of those trends. And the higher than usual or the higher than normal death toll will continue so long as the world fails to produce sufficient natural gas to meet global demand. President Joe Biden could prevent a significant number of those deaths, but his policies restricting natural gas production and exports will increase them. The U.S. is already the natural, the largest natural gas exporter in the world, and it could produce and export far more. The problem is that the Biden administration is refusing to grant permits for production, pipelines, and export terminals. And it is working through federal agencies to discourage private sector investment in natural gas. Biden administration officials point to rising liquefied natural gas, LNG, exports to Europe, provisions in the recently passed Inflation Reduction Act. They also think you're stupid with that. IRA, that tie renewable energy production to oil and gas production. 
and a permitting reform proposal proposed by Senator Joe Manchin, which may pass Congress and be signed by Biden at the end of September, has proved that Biden increasing natural gas supplies. But rising LNG exports are mostly the result of policies put in place before Biden took office. IRA increased the cost of natural gas leases on federal lands without requiring a significant expansion of them. And Manchin's permitting reform proposal currently under consideration does not amend or update any of the statutes the Biden administration has put in place, which restrict natural gas production, transport and export. Then he talks, it goes further where he talks about uh, one of his high level Washington, D.C. based lobbyists for the oil and gas industry saying, quote, the LNG industry is going to investors to invest in these facilities. But investors are saying, wait, they, these are 20 year investments. And Biden is saying that in five, to 10 years, these investments will go bad. So what should we do? This is intentional, people. This is by design. They are trying to collapse our country. I am aware about how insane that sounds, but that's what's going on here. Okay. This is not like a game and it, 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 it's all by design. Okay. Cutting off the food supply, cutting off the energy grid. These are by design. I don't know if it's been infiltrated by the CCP, if it's been just the global elites, if they're on the same team. I don't know that yet. I'm not sure if they're together or separate, but they seem to be together. Um, and what else is, uh, so you're going to see, so the rolling, so you're going to see blackouts. You're going to see them in Europe, probably a little bit before here where people in Germany and other countries like that are going to die because they don't have heat this winter. You're going to see riots because people need to eat food. And so I believe the 87,000 or so IRS agents as predicted with the digital ID episode is they're going to put people in the markets because they're going to, if you need to eat, there's going to be uproars. That's how they want to implement the digital currency. They're going to have armed people at the markets, at the grocery stores, all that stuff. Because if, if there's a revolt, that's, that's resource nationalism. That is when people don't have enough resources like to eat and they overthrow their government unless they're strapped basically. And they have guns, but you don't. Okay, this is all happening. This is all happening. All right? You're going to see this in the next six months. You're going to see this in six months. You're going to see crazy, crazy stuff happen. There were some other predictions that I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, that you might see. Uh, there's some pretty credible, uh, credible sources that are saying that oil could be $500 a, gal um, a, a barrel and that gas is going to go up as high as $50 a gallon. Now, is that true or not? I don't know, but it's, we're going down that route unless something changes drastically. This is all real. So they're planting the seed that Trump is the one that's guilty for the vaccine injuries. So you're going to see that come out soon. So you could just remember this conversation we're having or this podcast when that begins happening. That's going to happen very soon. You're going to start hearing about food shortages more and more because even my famine uh, podcast clip audiogram that I put on June 21st on TikTok was censored like a week ago or not even out of nowhere. So they're, they're clearly flagging the famine so people can't prepare. And another thing, this is what I wanted to talk about, which is the reason why Biden is, and this is what's talked about all the way back on an old po uh, podcast. I think it was the great reset one, which is the WEF had an, uh, this is on their site or it was at least they had a zoom call that they posted on there and it was okay. Uh, bring in as many 
um, illegal immigrants in the U.S. as possible to cause chaos, lawlessness, defund the police, get people just, you know, robbing people, killing. And you've seen that spike. And then after you get as many people in as possible, build the wall because the famine is coming. And so build the wall because then people are going to try and come in, but make sure that wall is up so people can't get in and they starve to death. So get enough people in as fast as possible to cause chaos and then have that wall up so that people that are trying to get in because they can't eat cannot get in. I know this sounds like insanity. They shared this in their own videos on the World Economic Forum website. This was one of the guy's plans who's one of the leaders in the world. In fact, I'll play the clip in the next episode where he says, let people in as much as possible, get the chaos going. And then before the famine comes, make sure the wall's built so no people can get in and then they die of the famine. So it's like the best of both worlds. And it's crazy. It's crazy that this is happening. But the energy when the energy grid gives out, you're going to have things in the freezer go bad. You know, you're going to have, when you go to the grocery store, they're going to have some stuff there, but not exactly what you like. They're probably not going to have meat because the the war on meat with, with the Netherlands farmers are already happening. I mean, this is all going down and we're, we're absolutely in the great reset one, 1000%. And so just when you're hearing all this, don't be shocked when it comes true. Like everything else I've predicted on here becoming true. Just go and do research, go and read Excuse me. Go and read the sparse pandemic scenario. Go read the read that PDF document. Be like, oh wow, hmm, wow, it was exactly scripted. How wild! Or event two hundred one with Bill Gates and Johns Hopkins of the coronavirus simulation. There's videos of all this stuff. All these videos are out there. If you're not willing to look for them, well, then that's kind of your fault. It is your fault. I'm doing my best to cut through the, the censorship for you and help you get there and do the best I can telling you the truth. But like this stuff is like scary. Like last night I couldn't even like go to bed. I was just thinking about like all these kids across the world in Sri Lanka and it's not being covered and they're starving to death. People are starving to death in Sri Lanka. That's only the beginning of this. Germany. Oh man, I'm scared for Germany. Big time, big time. I mean, their energy grid's going to give out soon. And um, I mean, when winter comes and then people can't, they're already rationing heat. They're already rationing air. They're rationing water already. But when things in the summer, if things get, if your air conditioning breaks, they can come out in a few days, but in the winter, they have to come out that day because you, it's life-threatening. And so when you don't have heat in the winter, you could be dead. And then these, 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 these climate centers that are being built in Canada where people are going to voluntarily join that climate. Let's see if I can find it right now. And uh, I actually just talked with a guy who's building one of them. I believe in the Maryland area he said it's gigantic, absolutely gigantic. Um, there's a few that are currently being built in the U S um, Man, I'll probably have to get into this uh, in the next podcast. But they're building climate centers, and sometimes it's trending on Twitter, sometimes it's not. So we need to start coming together and, and and revolt against this. I mean, this is crazy, not in a violent way, but we need to. Okay, what's trending right now? Stop the shots, and then Megyn Kelly. Where it's good to see Megyn Kelly, just like it's good to see Michael Schellenberger join the fight with the Jonathan Cogan show 
of spreading the truth and realizing that we're under attack where Megyn Kelly basically calls for Dr. Fauci's arrest because he's obviously one of the people responsible for crimes against humanity, Nuremberg too. And he's leaving in December, as you know, which means he'll probably go to the WHO, which if he does, then you get diplomatic immunity. So I'm guessing that's what he's going to end up doing. That's another, that's a real prediction. He ends up going to one of these international health institutions and gets diplomatic immunity. And the reason why, Joe Biden is, or the Biden administration are announcing the student loan forgiveness plan is obviously they don't care about you. They want to, they want to um, destroy the currency. They want to devalue it as much as possible. So you have to adopt their central bank digital currency, make it worthless. That's why you're seeing inflation all across the world. And so they're going to, this is just the tip. This is the beginning of seeing, oh, 300 billion for this. Then it's going to be like, all right, let's relieve everybody's debt. They want to spend as much as possible to inflate things as much as possible. That's why the Inflation Reduction Act, every day's opposite day, is actually more inflation. So they're trying to devalue the currency as much as possible. I know I'm bouncing around a lot today, but this is all important stuff that I need to hit. So just this student loan forgiveness, don't be surprised if you start hearing about, let's forgive all the loans. Let's forgive this. Let's spend a trillion dollars here, two trillion there. They're going to spend as much as possible. They are destroying the country by design. They are part of, they're just using in this scenario, they could have used Republicans or Democrats, but in this case, they're using the Democrats as like pawns for the New World Order, the globalists, the CCP. They're just, people think they're on the winning team, but they're just fucking stupid. <laughs> they're not on the winning team. We all lose in the end unless we come together and just say, hey, we want freedom, which actually, last thing I'll end on this, I saw a tweet from uh, the podcast movement, which is having a uh, uh, some sort of event, I think, in Dallas, Texas. And they wrote a tweet where they apologized and they turned comments off on the tweet, obviously, where they apologized for having Ben Shapiro, who stopped by by the Daily Wire booth, who, by the way, listen, I don't agree with Ben Shapiro on a ton of shit. He's conservative. I'm a political. So we don't agree with each other very much. But he's one of the biggest podcasters in the world. In fact, it's blown me away how high he is on the. Ch I mean, he's to place like NPR and New York Times. Like he was number one. He might still be huge, absolutely huge. They apologize, saying that they let it was their fault that they let him in, and we won't let this mistake happen. Basically, saying he should not have a platform, and that they're sorry that he came in to like say hi. Here it is. Here it is. This is real, and they turn off. Hi, folks. We owe you an apology before sessions kick off for today. Yesterday afternoon, Ben Shapiro briefly visited the PM22 Expo area near the Daily Wire booth. Though he was not registered or expected, we take full responsibility for the harm done by his presence. There's no way around it. We agreed to sell the Daily Wire a first-time booth based on the company's large presence in podcasting. The weight of that decision is now painfully clear. Shapiro is a co-founder. A drop-in, however unlikely, should have been considered a possibility. And then all of the comments are like this one, for example, from Molly. You sound like a completely insane people. What in the world is wrong with you? Is this a joke? You couldn't tolerate Ben Shapiro? Are you a child? Are you an anti-Semite? Like, why are you trying to silence people? And then this other person, Paul Desmond Adams, I'm bewildered and concerned that this is silencing of people in a space that's founded on giving a voice to people is accepted. This notion that people were harmed by his presence is just incredible. We need civil discourse to come back, not silencing of opposition, which is something we preach passionately on this podcast. 
people. You can't silence people. It's they're going to end up silencing you. What? Just because you're going with the current thing now, eventually it's all goes all the way back to the only people that left are the elites that are doing the censoring. Everybody gets censored out at some point. You could be first or you could be 189th, but you end up being censored out. Everyone gets censored out. If you really care about your freedom of speech, know that if you censor someone else, you will be censored eventually. 100%. Because the people that are doing the censoring ultimately want to make it back so they're the only narrative and voice. Silencing people is dangerous. Like I said, it starts with an Alex Jones and it ends with Dr. Pina McCullough, the most peer-reviewed published cardiologist of all time. That's a fucking problem. Excuse my voice. Here's another one. I've been a supporter of podcast movement from the first year, and I'm incredibly disappointed to see this attempt to silence opposing opinion. Podcasting and PM were founded on giving diverse voices an opportunity to be heard. I guess that's over. And everybody's. This tweet is frustrating. I have always appreciated how inclusive PM has been. However, apologizing for hosting one of the largest networks in the industry because they believe differently than some in the PM community is the least inclusive move I've seen podcast movement do. Everybody has said that. Everybody. Podcasting is for the freedom of speech. If you don't agree with someone, don't listen to their podcast. If you silence them, you will be silenced. And then are you going to be sad? Are you going to be like, oh, I shouldn't be silenced? No, because you were for that earlier. It's dangerous and it's bad. And it's proven to be wrong because the narrative we were told with COVID was totally on its head, admitted by the CDC, admitted by the NIH. Totally false stuff. It's coming out now that the, that, that the vaccine is more of a poison shot, if anything. And it was silenced opposition. If you didn't have truth, truth tellers, if you didn't have real doctors and physicians doing research on this stuff, like in Thailand, the study that came out where like 30% of young boys have myocarditis, permanent inflammation of the heart. It wasn't even a study done in the U.S. on purpose. There was no funding from Fauci. We'd all be dead. We'd be getting boosted to death. Everybody's saying this. This is unbelievable. Stephanie Lee, what is wrong with open voices and free speech? Ben is a human being with his own thoughts and opinions. We aren't open to different voices. That Ben can't come for a short time to represent the sixth biggest pod network, podcast network and growing is insane. Be happy for the success. Well, we are thrilled for anybody's success, for podcast movement success, for Ben Shapiro's success, for anybody's success that is giving a voice to whoever wants to listen to them. I mean, this is absolutely insanity. If you haven't realized how dangerous censorship is, then you're living under a rock. To get to the truth, we need civil discourse and we need debates. We need discussion, not silence. Not silencing and censoring people. And I'm serious with that. I know this podcast was more serious than others, but there's just a lot of stuff going on. So listen, I'm going to wrap it up with that. Um, we got Pete, we got SADS taking over as the leading cause of death soon in the world. Don't look into the unknown virus because we don't know how to fix unknown stuff. Nothing to see here. Look at my foot in the metaverse and we will shove a narrative down your throat until you agree, or we will, uh, chop off your genitals and I don't know, call you a, uh, a man, woman thing. Who knows? Nothing wrong with that. 
we're pro, do whatever you want, but we don't like how every friction we have in society has big pharma profiting underneath everything. Everything we disagree on passionately, there's one winner, big pharma. The vaccine, we disagree, big pharma's running to the bank, taking the money to the bank, uh, chain, chopping kids, you know, the penises off and, 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 and doing top surgery. There's a lot of, you know, should you be able to do it or not in the, in the public discourse, big pharma's winning that one too. Giving people uh, puberty blockers, discussion, highly controversial, big farmer wins. Do you realize who's always winning here? Like catch on, okay? You, you got to take it one step higher. You gotta, you're one step off from where the problem is. They want the peasants to bicker. That's the whole point. That's why, the whole, that's why news is so divisive. They want to pin you, us versus them, them versus us. Go listen to the podcast I just did where the speaker... A Holocaust survivor just spoke last Sunday at Nuremberg saying that the Holocaust didn't start with death camps and concentration camps. It started nine years earlier when they started taking away civil liberties, when they started saying it's us versus them. They are a disease. It didn't start with concentration camps. It ended with concentration camps. Learn your history before we are in concentration camps. It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. I'm just trying to do my part. If people need to know the truth, Spread the Jonathan Cogan show. I'd be honored if you shared it. Um, I will be back on later today doing another segment. Listen, I appreciate you listening. Be, be prepared for the propaganda with the Trump and the pinning the vaccine injuries on him. He needs to come out against it or will be, and that's fine. Then it's him. DeSantis has already started that whole thing. He's the only politician I know of that has said the truth about the vaccines. If there is another one, let me know in the comments. I don't know. Republican, Democrat, independent, apolitical. He's the only one I've seen. Um, so good for him. And uh, yeah, go read the Spars Pandemic Playbook. All their stuff is public. Their blueprint is all over the internet, maybe censored, but you can find it easily. I pulled it right up. And um, Alberta taking over leading cost of deaths unknown. Okay, sure. Yeah. I don't know if we believe that, but yeah, that's all I got for right now. And um, oh yeah. And then again, in the New York Times about how they're going to roll out the boosters that are twice as strong. And there are no human studies in the New York times. It just came out. I believe it was, let's see when it came out. Did it come out today? It came out. So I'll make sure I'm right with this. It came out on eight twenty three, So two days ago, Biden administration plans for booster shot campaign in December. They will not have human trials. Let's just trust the science. Oh no. How can we trust the science? Because Fauci's leaving. If Fauci leaves, there is no nothing to trust. Fauci is science. If science moves on, we can't trust anything. He is science. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Let's take our world back. Let's keep our freedoms or our so-called freedoms. At least our illusion of freedoms are cool. And um, yeah, let's start getting prepared for the, the mess that's about to unfold. But listen, we can win this. The people are undefeated. There's more of us than ever. We've won all the way up till now. Full stop. But if they keep, if you keep fighting with other peasants, you're losing. There's two parties. The global elites, the billionaires that are part of Davos and all that, and the peasants. And if you're listening to this, you're a peasant, and you might as well join the team. We don't care what your political affiliation is. I'm apolitical, but I'm more than happy to be friends with someone who's political. Because we're peasants, and we rise together, and we overcome this together. Because we love each other, and we want to be free. That's it. 
So be careful with the propaganda that's coming out. Make sure you read between the lines, do your own research. And again, I'll, I'll be picking this stuff apart and, and sharing it every single day. So have an amazing day. Share the Jonathan Cogan show. Subscribe if you haven't. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Give it a five-star rating if you want to do that. Follow on Rumble at Ownership Economy is the name of my uh, channel. YouTube, we are out for now. I'll, I'll appeal it, but probably going to lose. And uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else, if you give it a five-star, that'd be amazing. It helps with the algorithm, and it helps push through and reach more people. And I'm trying to reach as many people with the truth as possible. So, yeah, if you want other people to join this fight, help me out. Uh, I love you. You're amazing. Have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing afternoon. And um, I'll see you next time. All right, bye. Love you guys.